Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of History Bluffs, where truth is stranger than fiction. I want to welcome to the show right now your host, Alan. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to History Bluffs, where, as our tech announcer told you already, truth is stranger than fiction, and we're about to find just how much stranger in just a little while. Uh, Adam, how you doing out there? Doing great, Alan. It's good to be here. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm glad to have you. And uh, you know what we're going to do is we're going to tell you all the rules as they exist here in the History Bluffs uh, universe, and here they are in a nutshell. First of all, uh, the uh, armchair historians are going to take about two minutes to research, take notes. They can only completely lie, which is their premise can only completely be a lie, or completely tell the truth. They're only going to use facts if they're telling the truth. And they cannot use you, the audience, for help. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, another thing to, in case you didn't know, is the first round is 75 seconds long and the later rounds will be a little bit shorter. And having that in mind, let's introduce our first armchair historian. I say ladies first, let's bring out Gina. How we doing, Gina? Hey, hi Alan, how are you? Gina, I have a question for you. Ah, this is right off the bat. Let's when do you're, it. When you're traveling out of the country, what's your mm -hmm. favorite food? Mm. Ooh, uh, Burger King. Burger because, King. Yes, because I play it safe. I treat myself to a Whopper Junior every time I travel. I know that sounds dumb, but I don't eat it normally. And if you go to other countries, I don't always trust the food or know the food. And I like to know the food. So I like to be in a restaurant restaurant. So if I'm traveling, I'll get like fast food until I get to the country. Fantastic. Then, yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, now we know, and what we don't know is uh, the 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 um the the favorite favorite eatery of our second armchair historian. That's Chris. Chris. Gina Hello. just gave a big a big to do about uh, Burger King. Do you have a favorite place you like to go to eat? You know, I don't know that I have a favorite place, but for me, uh, my favorite type of food, and I really call it my Achilles heel, is Italian food. I'm a sucker mm. for Italian food, uh, but I don't have a particular favorite location. Not uh, just too many to choose from. There are a lot of Italian restaurants even here in Central Florida. I understand. Yeah. Gina, do you, are you are you much of a cook? No, but um, well, yes, I am actually. That's the only thing I know how to cook. My house is a big Italian restaurant. Right. I, love, I do. I love Italian food, and it Excellent. really is the only thing I'm good at cooking. <laughs> well, okay, that's interesting because she did initially say no, and this is history bluff, so we don't know what to believe. Uh, let's bring in our third and uh, his first time on the show, Mr. Darren. How are you, Darren? Doing good. How you doing? Good, Darren. We heard a lot about uh, favorite cuisines and favorite uh, places to eat. Uh, Darren, do you have a favorite uh, food? Um, you know, it it was just wheat. But now I'm not allowed to eat it anymore. You just ate pure wheat until you were uh, diagnosed with uh, celiacs? I loved bread. Like, I could eat oh. like bread, donuts, cake, anything. Bagels. And now I eat a bagel for breakfast every day for probably five years. 
That might have brought it on, actually, Darren. You just overexposed your uh, body to yeah. it. Overdid it? Is like yeah, working out at the gym too much? Maybe. Maybe your body was just like, no mas. That could have done it. All right. There, well, I'm sorry. There are worse things to overdose on. That's true. <laughs> all right. He used no mass to describe that. It's like Taco Bell is all <laughs> flour tortillas. <laughs> all the way down. That's right. You can go to Taco Bell. You should be okay. I, I would hate not having bread. It's like God's laughing at you. Like you're, you <laughs> like like bread, but you can't have it. That's so mean. Well, I can have it now. It just costs ten dollars. Mm. Wait. <laughs> oh, because it's gluten free and it's yeah. more expensive. Sorry, I had to explain the joke for myself. <laughs> like that big for a whole loaf. The mm. reason why I asked you all these questions is because your topic is eat. And you're going to have a couple of minutes to gather up your topics. Oh, the rest on. of you. Oh, Aaron. Okay, there we go. We're ready to go. All right. We're ready awesome. to go. Adam, means... I think it's time for our 75 second round, which is also called. Round one. Fantastic. Darren, this is your first time here on History Bluff. So I'm going to give you the first attempt. And oh. your 75 seconds is going to start with the cannon boom. Okay, that's that's really uh, relevant because my, my story <laughs> actually ha has three things related to eating. Uh, the first is it takes place in the Sandwich Islands. And the second is it involves a guy named James Cook, Captain James Cook. <laughs> and uh, finally, it involves the great Hawaiian tradition of a luau. And so uh, this starts back in 1768. And it's announced that James Cook is going to sail from London to Tahiti to return a Pacific Islander home. And um, but it turns out that's just a cover story. His real mission is to find the Northwest Passage, but from the Pacific side. OK, and so they they actually sail to Tahiti. That part's real. And they drop off their cargo. But instead of heading back to London, they go north, following the trade winds uh, to America. But on the way, and this is like one of these great accidents of history, they accidentally find the Hawaiian Islands. They're the first Europeans to find it. And he doesn't call it Cook Islands after himself. He calls it the Sandwich Islands. Oh. Okay. Well, oh my goodness. <laughs> it sounds like our tech has an opinion on whether or not you were telling the truth, uh, Derek. Or, or, or the timer is right next to the bluff card. We don't know. It could, <laughs> oh, be, either okay. it could be either one, and my, my control hand is drinking already. So, <laughs> All right, tech Adam. All right, a slight, uh, could it be a Freudian slip? We don't know, but Gina... We yeah. want to know your opinion on that little discussion about islands in the Pacific. Well, I will tell you this. If I am the Pacific Islander who was supposed to be hitching a ride home, I am pissed because <laughs> that, that was a trick and that was mean for that guy. So, I mean, he should at least get his cab fare back. So, Okay, fair. Uh, Chris, what's your take? I, I'm intrigued by Darren's yeah. story because, uh, I mean, you know, we bring up the Sandwich Islands, Captain James Cook, and the Hawaiian Luau, um, and uh, there is there is a Sandwich England, um, so um, there could be a scintilla of truth to this 
Um, I, I'm, I would love to hear more in round two because I'm, I'm so far, I'm, I'm intrigued by Darren's story so far. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sure he could be bluffing. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's uh, that's their opinions. Um, Chris, since you had such a strong opinion, I'm going to give you a shot at telling your story, and that story is going to begin with a cannon bang right about now. All right. So uh, I'm going to go back a little further in time uh, than Darren started, and and I'm going to be discussing hot dogs and the origin of the hot dog. And uh, even though hot dog is an American staple, you think, you know, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, Chevrolet, um, uh, it did not start here, actually. Um, And uh, they they started in Germany. uh, And there's a dispute between the cities of Hamburg and Frankfurt, Germany, um, on who invented the hot dog. And, uh, you know, in, in sausages and hot dogs, they, they're in the same family, as you all know. Um, and But hot dogs actually have a finer ground meat than than um, than sausages. But uh, Frankfurt is, is considered to be um, the home of the hot dog, and that's why they're called Frankfurters. Um, and... Um, and uh, that it goes all the way back uh, again, you know, before the time that um, that Darren mentioned uh, into the uh, the 1500s, the 1400s, actually 1498 is when they claim that hot dogs were first created in Frankfurt, Germany. And I'll have more in round two. Mm, fascinating. Darren, what's or is your he the take? bluff? Or oh. is he the bluff? We don't Ooh. know. Now I have to do it evenly to uh, reduce <laughs> suspicion. So. Definitively the bluff. Or is he? Darren, what's your take on the hot dog tail? Well, I mean, we all know a hot dog is just like uh, a Vienna sausage that has something to prove. And so <laughs> they were invented in, in Vienna, I think, not in Germany. You know, the Germans are always taking credit for anything sausage related. <laughs> It's true, or they just want to take over Vienna whenever chance they get. Uh, Gina, what's your what's your take on this uh, hot dog? Fiasco? Well, that's why they that's why they wear those leotards to show off their sausages. Oh wow, so, those Germans are crazy. Um, I didn't think of it that way, but I did think that it was a coincidence that it was 1498, and wasn't it 1492 that Columbus sailed the ocean blue? Even though he's a jerk now, but at that time, like my point is, they probably took it back from America because it's so American. I don't know. His story is not holding water for me just yet, mm. um, but it is being held in by that skin around the outside. <laughs> Fascinating. All right. Well, Gina, that's a unique take, and I'd like to hear more from you because now I want to hear your story right after the cannon goes boom. Okay. Okay. So uh, my story is flash forward. Uh, We're going to 1943. So uh, there was a diary that was um, that was I only had about a little less than a year from December 8th. 1943 to March 4th, 1944. Um, And the way that it's related to food will come out in the uh, second or third round. But let me start uh, by telling you my story. Uh, So um, this woman that kept the diary, she was a little girl at the time. Her name was Zuzanna Justman, and um, she lived in Czechoslovakia. Uh, She was Jewish. And so what that meant is that um, invading German forces were starting to take over different parts of Europe, Czechoslovakia being one of them. And her and the rest of her family, she and the rest of her family were put into a 
the Terezin um, prison. So the way that they were tricked, though, the kids were told that they were going to kindergarten and they all did. And when they got home, they were told to go to this duplex instead of their own homes. So they ended up um, forcing in about 80 people into this duplex, 40 on one side, 40 on the other, um, her family being one of them. And that is where they were kept prison. Uh, they were kept as prisoners. Her mother and father um, kind of like worked together with underground forces to smuggle food. See, there it is um, into the uh, into the camp so that people who were not there was very little food there. So they had to sneak it in. And I'll let you know a little bit more about their underground operation in a minute. All right. Adam, Adam, oh, what's oh. what's your take on, on Gina's? Validity, Adam. Oh. Bluffing. <laughs> Just a bunch of hoo-ha. Adam doesn't believe it either. So all three people might be the bluffs today. Uh, Darren, Darren, what's your take? Well, if the food was so, so small, why did they have to sneak it in? <laughs> oh, I don't know. That is a great point. You bring up some good points. Well, just one. <laughs> okay, well, there's that. Chris, what's your take? Um, I would, uh, the name Susanna, I, I I didn't know if I heard Susanna or Suzanne Franca, um, because that sounds like a, a very uh, familiar story to me. Mm. Uh, and, 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 and then if she talk about underground, I, you know, I suspect that she's going to reveal that they invented Subway, the sandwich. <laughs> okay. Remains to be Stay tuned. Chris pointing out the similarities of a young girl's diary in the early 1940s. Fair comparison. Um, but now we're all out of people telling stories. So you know what it is? We're going we're gonna to have to reduce the time, Adam. We're going to oh, have to go to just a mere minute for That's these true. historians to tell their tale in the next round, which is round two. <laughs> All right. Well, Gina, I would like to hear some more about this young lady's experience during the early 1940s. And uh, your time is going to start with a bang now. Okay. So, um, oh, I started too soon. Susanna's Zuzanna's mother, uh, Z-U-Z-A-N-A, um, her mother uh, was actually caught for uh, smuggling in the food, so she was put into prison. Um, she told her daughter to walk by this certain guard every single day so she could see her through the little teeny window at the prison, um, and she did, but uh, they weren't able to make contact. Um, what she, what Susanna find, found out while her mother was in prison, that her mother actually was having an affair with one of the uh, prison guards. He was, uh, he was Czechoslovakian, but he was on this um, el uh, Council of the Elders um, as part of people who ran the prison. Uh, people did that uh, so that they can maybe protect their families and things like that. Like, so they had to sort of uh, betray their own country and their own faith in order to protect their families. So um, the prison guard, his name was Harold, uh, he was... Um, one of the ones inside that was going to help the mother to get out. Um, so uh, the one thing that you didn't want to have happen was to be sent to Auschwitz because what that meant was that you weren't coming back. So I'll let you know how it all pans out in the next story. Ooh. Chris, any more uh, similarities to something else you may have heard before? Uh, no, but I, I have known a, a couple of people from Czechoslovakia throughout my life and uh, none of them have either been named themselves or had anyone in their family named Harold. So a Czech guard named Harold raises a flag for me. Let me mm. make sure I got the name Valid right. point, valid point. <laughs> Darren, what's your take on this uh, early 1940s story? I agree. I mean, Harold is a very uh, 
it's very formal for someone who you just know as a guard. I would think maybe they would be a little more casual, like Harry or Hare. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's what it says on their name tag while they're guarding the, the area. Gina has a point of contention, yes. I would like to um, put a point of contention to my story. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Hey, Darren, how does Herbie sound? Uh, because... <laughs> I was trying to go by memory. I didn't glance down. Well, I did glance down, but it wasn't right there. His name was Herbert. Herbert Langer, in fact. <laughs> Sorry All about right. that, guys. Oh, I just correction. Do you guys have any other little, like, you know, sick burns you want to do now that you know the real yes, story? Yes, I do. Oh, he was known throughout the prison as Herbie the Love Bug. Hey. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's where that really... all came from. It was a Volkswagen. It was, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Well, uh, looks like. Gina's story may be completely valid because she in no way referenced Harry in that whole time. <laughs> um, let's, Thanks, Alan. Thanks. let's find out more about Darren's story, uh, which involves the Sandwich Islands. And you will begin with the bang. Okay, so uh, Captain Cook and his crew, they arrive in Hawaii, and it happens to be during Makahiki, which is a harvest festival that honors the Polynesian god Lono. And in another weird historical accident, the sails, the rigging, everything on the ship looks to the Hawaiians like the Hawaiian symbol for the god Lono. And then in another coincidence, he sails his ships clockwise around the island, which is what the Hawaiians do during their celebration to honor the god Lono. And so they think... This is Lono. He's, he's come to bless us and bestow his bounty upon us. So they welcome Captain Cook and his crew, and they give him a, a wood carving of the god Lono, and they have a luau. And they invite all the men and the women, and they just have this big party with the crews of these ships that have just arrived. Wow. Wow. Fascinating take on Hawaiian mythology. Uh, uh, Chris, what's your, what, what do you think? Well, as soon as you said Captain Cook instead of Captain James Cook, for some reason Captain Crunch popped into my head. Oh. And, and I couldn't get that image out of my head. So the entire time I was just envisioning Captain Crunch flying around, sailing around the Hawaiian Islands. Um, and and the, the fact that he accidentally went counterclockwise, there's a lot of coincidences in this story. Uh, so I am, uh, I'm leery of this tale. Hmm. Gina, what are you, what are you, are you leery as well? Well, yes, because he used the phrase weird historical accident three times already. And oh. so how many times can a weird historical accident happen? I suppose three. Um, so, uh, but I also like feel like this guy went counterclockwise, which seems counterintuitive. Clockwise. He went clockwise. He went clockwise, yeah. As opposed to counterclockwise? That's what it means, yes. Oh, man. I, my whole thing was that I get in trouble if I go down a one-way street, and that was going to be my jab. But now if he was going clock clockwise, I have nothing. I have to wait for more. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's fair. Um, Chris, you haven't been able to tell your round two story. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's give you the bang right now. Okay. So uh, Gina mentioned in, in, at the, in the comments of my round something about America, and uh, there is another debate. So besides uh, the, 
debate of which city in Europe founded the hot dog. There's debate on where it started in the U.S., who brought it here to the U.S. And in the late 1800s, many Europeans were coming over and sausages were a, an easy thing for them to do and sell because there was from their, you know, from a lot of their home countries and they started selling them. Um, but the first hot dogs, there's a dispute between Chicago and New York. Go figure. Those two cities frequently fight. Um, but um, the, in 1867, there's a gentleman uh, named Charles Feltman who uh, is claiming to have brought the first hot dog cart to Coney Island. But in Chicago, they say that they had the first hot dog um, and they even had their own style. Uh, but it's generally accepted now that the Coney Island hot dog was the first brought to America from Germany. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Gina, what do you think? Oh, I think that sounds right, though. Like the first Coney, I don't know, like bringing back and forth. They, that's what they did back then. They traded. But when did Coney Island happen? I don't know. This is so confusing. I don't know. I, I'm not sure which story I believe is not true. But I know it's not mine. Okay, Darren, was uh, was Chris's story uh, full of ground beef? Hmm, I mean, it really depends. It, like, I think a real hot dog would be just full of ground beef. And, like, the, the pork is something they added here. Just <laughs> but that being said, you know, Chicago was known as the sort of the stockyard of America. So I think it was probably Chicago, not New York. Ooh. Ooh. So you're taking um, Chicago's side on that argument. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, we don't. We still don't know who the bluff is. I think, Adam, we're going to need a, a final round to wrap it up. That can only mean we're heading straight into round three. That's right, the 45-second round. And uh, Chris... I don't think you got to go first ever tonight, did you? Correct. No, I have not. So we're going to let you go first at the beginning of round three, and your 45 seconds is going to start right now. Okay. So I've talked about the origins in Europe. I've talked about bringing them over to the United States and started where they start. Um, but I haven't talked about the name because they're originally called Frankfurters um, and then became known as hot dogs. And how do they become known as hot dogs? It grew, it turns out, out of sick humor, crude jokes, and college student humor. Um, because there were rumors that hot dogs had other things in them besides regular meat. And, and one of the big rumors was that dog meat could turn up in these encased sausages known as hot dogs, frankfurters. Um, and, and so college students started referring to them as hot dogs, inferring dog meat was in there. And that's how they became known as hot dogs. Wow. I like that take. Even if it's false, I'm going to start telling people that it's true. Uh, Gina, what did you think of that uh, final round from the, uh, excuse me, Chris? Well, if I had a hat, I would take it off right at this moment. And that's to my good friend, Stan, who ran the little hot dog uh, stand right at the bottom of my dorm when I was in college. I loved him. So I, I, I like the end of that story a lot. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Darren, what do you think? I think it's uh, it's probably true in, in the same way that Axe body spray is well known by college students to smell like axes. <laughs> interesting yes <laughs> all right well that's that's fair um gina yes i'm gonna let you go next 
with you your good? your tale from the early 1940s, and we're gonna give you a full 45 seconds with that okay. cannon. Okay. Okay, so Herbert would go and he would sneak the mom out from prison into the camp so that his her family could see. Um, the father even know, knew that it was the lover, but he was okay because the uh, lover was helping. Um, so, But in fall of 1944, uh, the SS, which I'm not sure what it stands for, but I think those are the Nazis, um, took over uh, for the Council of the Elders. And they started making the decisions on who was going to go to Auschwitz or not. And so uh, Herbert had no more ways to help. And in fact, um, the... Uh, uh, Susanna's uh, father went to Auschwitz, never came back. Um, and then they were all about to go onto a train to go away. But instead, Herbert and the other people that were helping um, volunteered to go on a train themselves. They all had little cyanide pills so they can kill themselves. And then they went into a train and they never came back. Oh. I know. I know. I know. Do you want to know what happens to her family? I, you know, I can think. For during that time period, bad things, I'm assuming. Would, would no. I be right that it would be bad? No, they lived. Yay! Except the dad. Except the dad. Oh, except the dad. Okay. Yeah, he died already. All right, there we go. Chris, what do you and think? Herbert. What do you think uh, of that I'm, tale? I, I, I'm I'm horrified for Susanna and her family and the father especially. Um, and I still don't know what does anything have of this have to do with eating? <laughs> they stuck they food, in. food in. Yep, they stuck yep. food in. Okay. That was it. That was it. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Hey, at least it was related. There are weeks, whole weeks when nothing even connects. So, at some point they didn't eat, Chris. So there's that. That's true. That's true. All right, I, Darren. What? What? Uh, what do correct. you think? What do you think, Darren? I'm just sad now. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know. I felt that oh, way too. Wow. World War Two stories often have bad uh, outcomes. Are all are all of Gina's stories about the uh, Auschwitz? Not typically. Oh. Usually, no. no. Usually scams, heists, or murders, though. But I will say all of Chris's stories end up in Germany somehow. Mm. Uh, that is true. Or Greece. Yeah. Very regularly. <laughs> well, he is well-traveled. Okay. Well, I think we need to give someone else a turn. Uh, Darren, I think you're the last one. Are you ready? Let's hear some I more am. about uh, about uh, the, the hot... No, not hot dogs. About Sandwich Islands. That's right. So, uh <laughs> crew i mean they're over the moon uh, they've been at sea for months and now here they are they're gorging themselves on food and they're surrounded by women who this is 1768 so they're still topless this is before the missionaries came and shamed them into covering them their naked bodies but james cook is not happy because he's a quaker and he's offended by this lack of modesty and what he considers to be idol worship. I mean, they brought him a statue of himself. So, so he throws the statue into the fire and he storms out of the luau and the chieftain is, is enraged. And the, the Hawaiians, they decide maybe this guy isn't actually Lono after all. And so they follow him down to the beach and they stab him to death. Oh no. So he's not Lono, it's a big oh no. That's, that's, uh, that's too bad. there's a memorial there today. In, uh, of the guy that wasn't Lono? Okay. Um, uh, Chris, what's your take on this uh, Sandwich Island Hawaii uh, story? I want to know, uh, when did Gina influence Darren? Oh, my God. It ended in stabbing. It ended in stabbing. I thought, he was gonna, I thought he was going down a path of Lono stood for lettuce only, no oats. He was Quaker. That's where he got the Quaker oats. There you go. Oh my God. 
It is. A lot of, a lot of sadness here on today's History oh, Blips episode. Uh, speaking of sadness, Gina, what uh, what's your take? <laughs> oh, he tricked me. He tricked me. There were there were topless women and missionary things, and then, like, it was delightful. Oh, but no. That Captain Crunch was a was a Quaker. What, like, Quaker equals killjoy. That's all I have to say. That's why they murdered him. Not because he was not because he wasn't the god, because he was boring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Captain that was Cook. sad, Darren. That was very sad. Oh wow. Look at that. Coming from Gina, that means something. That was sadder yes. than a that story about Auschwitz. That's mm, okay. Well, guess what? That's all three of our history history bluff armchair historians. Um, so I'm going to pass it on to, to Adam because one of these people is bluffing, right? That's right. One of them is, in fact, bluffing. And now it's time to find out which one is the bluff. It could have been Gina or it could have been Chris or it even could have been Darren. I'm going to reveal right now the bluff for you tonight. This whole time has been Darren. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> so Captain Cook survived. No, he didn't he get did. stabbed. <laughs> he, he did, in fact, get murdered by the Hawaiians, but it what? was not during a luau. What? It was, it was Hawaiians later. did murder Captain Cook? They did. Um, oh, my goodness. Because he was going the wrong way. It was a ship. He was going counterclockwise. <laughs> he went the uh, wrong way. Apparently, he uh, went and his ship was damaged and he needed some wood and he harvested wood from a sacred area. <sighs> and the Hawaiians did not like that. And so they stole one of his longboats. And in retaliation, they went and they tried to kidnap the king of the Hawaiians, which they very much did not like. No and doubt. they murdered him. Oh. So, not 100% false. Okay. Well, and and also, in uh, back here in 1768, the women and men were forbidden from eating together. Oh. King Kamehameha the Second that he did away with all that and said people could eat together. Well, look at that. All right. Well, That's I think... That's why they like the missionary. Okay. Oh, hey, yeah. now. Hey, now. Oh, okay. Now, I have a question, though, for real. Um, this When did it become Hawaii? That's what I want to know. Um, That was in the early 1800s. Are you really mm. serious, or are you just making that up right now because I asked you on the spot? <laughs> well... No, that's that's what the Hawaiians called it, and the the yeah. British called it. He called it the Sandwich Islands in honor of the fourth Earl of Sandwich, who was the current head of the British Admiralty at the time that the islands were discovered by the Europeans. Okay. But later on, they changed it back to what they called it, which is Hawaii. Well, wow. fair enough. All right. Well, thank little, you. Little known, little known fact: that was one of the first versions of sucking up. But a bing. Well, no, when 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 uh, the when Cook instead of naming <laughs> the island you. after himself, he named it after his boss. Oh, <laughs> yes, I get oh, it. Geez. I get it because there's brown nosing. Okay. That's... Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for your hot dog and your um, tale of the 1940s Germany. And now we know more about the Sandwich Islands that we now know of as Hawaii. 
And I want to thank our tech, Adam. Oh, thank you. And very all much. of you for watching us on YouTube and listening to us on iTunes and Spotify. And where else are we, Adam? We are on uh, Amazon, you, <laughs> Amazon, Spotify, uh, iTunes, you name it, wherever all your right. podcasts are found. All right. Well, <laughs> keep listening. And if you and if you know a friend, go ahead and forward it to him because we are history bluffs. And uh, Adam, I'll take I'll pass it on to you. All right. I'll tune in next time for sure. We are here and we hope you tune in. We got more stuff to teach you and laugh about. Take it easy. <laughs> Have a good time.